Welcome back to my Hello. channel. There you go. You're back. You're like a YouTube superstar. <laughs> you look like you're in a call center. I feel like I'm in a freaking call center. I can't wait. This office is done. It's pissing me off now. <laughs> Honestly, I can't wait. I'm sick. How hard? It be. Oh, it's the planning, isn't it? It's, it's the, the planning. planning. Don't talk to me about the planning. I'm sick. Just it's going to be soon. It's gonna be How long week. does that take to plan it? A long time. I just long. Can't just do retrospective planning, just dig it in and then go, oh. No, no. And then when they turned up, they were like, um, if you should got planning, what? I asked you about that. Planning. I asked you about because I was wondering about that. Because well, I didn't know it needed planning. But it so does. you have to get retrospective planning for that. And I've got planning for that as well, so that's nice. So we've got plans upon plans, but anyway. What, they actually asked it, as in the planning commission, people were like, uh, have yeah, had I've got some bit of plan for it. It's so funny. Sick the of the sight of them. It's the problem with your builders, and they get too excited. He builds you another house on the side of the literally. It literally is another house. He makes me howl. I'll have a sh Ian. Can you show me your shed next thing? Come back to this later. Ian, why have I got a Swedish farm on the side of my house? Hey, can't have just a normal shed. Like he's mental, honestly. So good at his job, though. So good. So, what are we talking about today? Um, today we're talking about income protection. We don't know. Yeah. yeah. Where? I just put it up. Oh. IP. Yeah. So I like the capitals. Well done. Um, well, I have got capitals for all of them now because I know. You learn. Hard so work. Sure we, um, years. <laughs> it's only took you two years. So we are. Uh, we spoke off air a couple of weeks ago, and this is me just being really honest now. I'm yeah. opening up um, rather than well, it's just it's just it's just real. So yeah. I feel very very confident in terms of you come at me with, and people do come at me, and that'll be another episode. But I do get it quite a lot, and I think that's half the reason why I lack confidence in a lot of other departments in terms <clears throat> of what I do, mm -hmm. because I feel as if you know, you get people who come on and say, well, that's not right. Or you get people who say, well, this is this. And you think, I know that that's not the official thing to say yeah. by the book. But in reality, you're trying to draw in an audience. You're not trying to service an audience that's already covered. And that's the difference that people don't understand. So like when you're trying to market the product of insurance, you're trying to make it appealing and relatable to people who aren't covered. And a lot of the time, brokers and people in the industry trying to explain a product to some as if the client already knows what it is and they don't and that's what the issue is right so that's why i try and do more relatable easy understanding to the point content which not all the time has every single little term and condition and detailing because each individual client gets treated each individual client is their own thing so every single one of them gets through the same process but to draw them in you've got to you've got to use more than this condition pays out for this Anyway, so I'm very confident in child-related conditions, child cover, critical illness, pregnancy-related conditions, global treatment, um, family like family benefits from providers, so like you know your counselling, second opinion, physio, yeah. health-wise things like that. And I said to you didn't a couple of weeks ago. I feel as if am I not a respected advisor because I predominantly like I get said all people say to me all the time oh I know you I know you love Aviva and I'm like I don't it's I don't tie to a provider I love global treatment 
Like yeah. I love, you know, people might start saying now you loves you, Rick, because they do pregnancy related cover that you can add little things like that. Yeah. And that's just not the case. I do a lot of insurance, whether it's IP, level life, critical illness, mortgage protection, children's only cover, whatever it might be, I do a lot of it. I don't put myself into one box, but I have with my name, the protection parent, with the type of passion things I'm passionate about, children's cover, making sure parents know how to get the child the best cancer treatment worldwide, things like that just naturally make me feel passionate. And I think every advisor should or usually does have something that makes them tick more than something else. So, like, if I said Matt Chapman, I'd think of IP. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I do. I, I'd, I'd suggest, probably bet that most people, when you think of me, will think of children's cover. Oh, like, 100%. Like, that's, yeah, like, yeah, and I, I, for both of them, obviously, I know both of you very well, and it's, uh, that like, IP, I wouldn't think of Matt and go children's cover. <laughs> Yeah, you put it, and you do that. And like I say all the time, that you need to niche, you need to be an expert in that field. But I also want to, I suppose, show that I do know other things and that I do speak about things in more detail. So, what I'm going to do is in the new years, I'm going to run a little bit of a trial, like an experiment. So, I'm going to work with a provider on income protection, um, and I'm going to do basically like a, a, a focus on IP. Because I do believe in IP. I think IP is amazing. Do I know the ins and outs of IP like all the ins and outs of children's critical illness? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. And I know I don't. I know I don't. I know anything I don't know, I would always ring a provider and ask. I would never advise on something I wasn't sure on. But if you ask me questions now on income protection versus ask, say you got me and Matt on panel now, and we, we were versing each other on questions, I know I dominate Matt on children's cover, but he dominate me on IP. I want to try and get more expertise and more detailed information, try and understand the product in as much depth as I do what I'm known for. Yeah. And that's through no, that's just my own, that's just because I'm passionate about it and because that's what I focused on. So naturally it's like your subject at school, you, you, you were always better at the subject you enjoyed the most because you love learning about it. And I do love income protection. I've just always naturally sort of been drawn to that, the children's element of it. So I'm going to run a little, you can give me your opinion on this actually, because I haven't yeah. told you. So what I've <laughs> yeah, said I'll all do this is, is completely new. <laughs> I was thinking, so, it's all new to me, this. <laughs> so the ex-air, lovely Nicola's just, be, uh, just been last week and we've um, went over like things that we can do to, I think, market income protection in a more, like I said at the beginning of this, you know, to clients who don't understand it, I feel yeah. as if income protection at the minute, the talk about it as if people already know what it is and the way it's marketed as if it, it's to people who, you know, like, oh, we do this or we do this. And I'm like, yeah, but that's irrelevant to someone who doesn't understand what insurance is. Like, we pay out claims up front. Yeah, but these people aren't even sure to claim. Like, yeah. it's irrelevant shouting about that. And because they're the mainly, their main source of, so we say um, clients are through advisors. Yes, it's our job mainly to get the to get the customer in, to get people insured. Eighty-seven percent of the UK aren't insured for income protection. Eighty-seven percent. Yeah, right. Eighty-seven percent so of people don't have income protection. The reason they don't have income protection is because it's not marketed. It is not marketed. So yeah. life insurance mm. is marketed 
shit, but it's still marketed. Regardless of whether it's shit or good, it's still being marketed. Yeah. Income protection isn't. So I'm going to run. I said to Nicola, I'll come to Exeter, like go through things, re- like spend a good few days solely doing income protection. Like I, I've talked about it with her and I go over stuff with her, but I mean like really getting to nitty gritty stuff and claims and listen to co- calls and things. And then do... Uh, I'm only going to focus on IP for say six to eight weeks and see what that does to the amount of business that I bring in of income protection and see if it correlates with each other to see if my 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 theory works. If you talk about something and you understand something and you make it relatable and we work out how to market it in a way that it's attractive and appealing to draw people in, is that going to show on the other side that people are getting intuited? Because I know... I can do a a, start, a a video on TikTok of global treatment and I know I'll get business because yeah. I know it works because I've trialled it. I know if I talk about pregnancy cover, I'll get business. Um, am I as confident that if I talk about IP that I will? No, <clears throat> I'm not. Yeah. And I don't know whether that's because I've just put it in a box like that because I know where my bread's buttered and I know what I'm good at marketing or whether it's that I just need to strip it back, make it more the way I do it and see what happens. I think it's an interesting one. So I, th- I, I love I love the idea. I think it's a wonderful idea. I think that the thing that is quite interesting about it is <clears throat> I agree with you on IP is that it's hard to, it's not hard to sell. I think it, the mistake people make is, and I don't think this, by the way, is the mistake just for IP. I think it's a mistake for all insurances, mortgages, equity release. I, the whole thing is that we talk to them we talk to the customer as if the customer already knows yeah. and because we want to sound like we're a know-it-all and we know everything and we don't want to look silly. It goes back to what we were saying earlier. Instead of boiling it down to what the customer actually has, the problem they have, the, or their perception of the problem. And um, I think that's what you've done super well with children's cover is that, and, and with like the kind of children's cover and pregnancy cover also is that you're, you've over years of honing your craft, have got that message down to a T that you know exactly what the end user, the actual customer, what they are thinking. And so when you talk to them, which by the way is also, I'm sure we'll talk about this in the future, but it's like where people come at you a bit, as you say, like, because then they, they don't understand it because they're coming from an insurer, a advisor thing. Well, that's not true. You're like, no, but you're highly tuned into your ideal client and what their problems are. When you do that and you get better at it, you get significantly better at it to the point where it's like you say, every video, you know what videos are going to generate leads for you. I think that it'll be interesting with IP because you're going to be going back to kind of not square one, but you will be going, you'll be going back to square one but with a more captive audience. So it's like an interesting thing. But I have zero doubt in my mind that you will be able to find the words and the it's it's once you know the product, like you know inside out, like you do. I have zero doubt in my mind that you'll be able to find a way that works because it's the skill you have that many people don't is being able to make it understandable to people who aren't in the industry. And I think that I think it'd be really interesting to see how this plays out. Um, I'm a a little bit intimidated. I'll be honest. I would be because you're used because you're coming out of something that you're the best at to move into something again where you're not. And so it would be, you know, so it'll be interesting. You're going to have to go back to the beginning even though which will be interesting but i also know that you're not the same person you were when you started it before so you'll um you you'll fly through it but i think it'll be you'll become a much better advisor out of the back of this of all of it 
Yeah, like you know when you build a hotel, like you know, because we all build hotels. Yeah, I, that's just, what I do on my weekend. I mean, yeah, I have planning for mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Asshole. Right. So let's just say we're playing Monopoly <laughs> and we're building our houses, right? So before you've got to get to a hotel, you've got to get the four houses, haven't you? So yeah. I feel like the brand is, is my first house. So I've got that. Then I've yeah. got children's critical illness and critical illness that's my second house then you've got the life insurance then you've got the ip then you can get your hotel so it's like you've got to build each you've got to earn them save up do it and it build it up and i feel as if doesn't happen overnight as well that takes years years, it ain't a game of monopoly you're not going around the board and collecting 200 like it's hard graft but i feel as if i'm at a point now where i've got that audience there and I can, I know I can do a video on on children's, like I said, on on something related to what I, I'm passionate about, and I know I'll get business. And I feel as if there's more I could be doing to try and, you know, create awareness. That that's ultimately what my biggest my biggest passion is creating awareness. I love, absolutely love. Did you see that one I put on the other week where? I actually a client, not she wasn't a client, but someone who watches me on TikTok made a year later after a diagnosis made a claim and got paid out. Oh no, let me see that. So because of no it's not it was on a story I didn't put I need to do a post on it. Um but basically this this lady reached out to me and said Mm. look I've already got insurance I've had it for a while I've got this cancer um it's not severe it doesn't stop me going to work but you've said something on you i've been watching your videos for a while and you've said something about you don't have to be off work or you on the payout diagnosis and i was like i emailed back saying yeah blah blah what policy have you got she told me and i was like look you 100 percent should be ringing them and seeing if you've got a claim and anyway she messaged me the other it was so nice like she messaged me last week and said um see if i can find it like basically you you came to me I, I don't know whether you remember me, but I messaged her a couple of months ago. I've actually had a claim paid out of twenty thousand pound or something. Um, wow! And I, I'll get it up here. And I, it proper made my day because I thought, how mad's that? That's something that's not even related to me. She's got a payout. Um, had an impact on that level. Yeah. She put, "Hi, Carla. I emailed you in July after seeing your TikTok, Ari claiming on your critical illness insurance and you gave me some advice. I just wanted to thank you for your advice as my claim got accepted last week. Never did I think in a million years that I would be accepted as the cancerous lump in my thyroid was removed and didn't require any treatment. It's amazing. See, that, oh, that's that type of stuff, the impact that can be happened with them. Yeah, like that's, that's not, no benefit to me. It's no benefit to me in terms of like, it's not my client, and but in but indirectly that's, amazing that someone who's watching my videos has then since got a claim so i want to see if i can push the other monopoly house up and see if i can get some awareness made for income protection as well because i feel as if i've banged that drum very loud and i've got it and i know how to bang it again but i want to try and do something else to strengthen the awareness around insurance because income protection is an amazing benefit that isn't you and that to me really really shocked me even working in the industry that 87 percent of the uk haven't got income protection that's That's you though like when you find something like that it's a bit like the um the the kids one when you chased it down the stairs and was like sorry treatment yeah Yeah, it's that it's the same thing and you just need that moment and then that moment you know where that leads you know you fast forward it five years down the line and you're like 
built another house where you've done <laughs> you know like it is one of those things i think you'd be that's a great idea i'm really excited to see how this goes in the new year and it's extra to you're doing it with yeah i'm gonna um, nicholas bless Not viva. i was thinking when you're gonna go yeah so i'm gonna pair up with a viva and we're gonna oh. <laughs> I just said to her, I said, why do we do this? You know, when something comes at my head, I was like, why would you do this and do this and do this and then we'll do this and I'll come to Exeter. And she was like, do you know where Exeter is? I went, no. She went, it's like seven hours away. I went, right, well, I'll fly to Exeter and then we'll do this. <laughs> so she's going to sort, she hasn't even given me dates yet, but I've got it. I've got my like, dog with a bone. I've got it in my head you now. put her on blast already now so she can't back out, back down. Yeah, it's all I love it. Week. What's your parting words? Uh, watch, watch your space, Matt. <laughs> coming to the IP spot. At this rate, Matt's going to be coming for the kids spot. No chance. That's my Anna, kid queen. 